we're just so excited about seeing you guys on tonight. My wife is with me, Lois, and uh, I'm happy to have her sitting here with us. The Lord is just very generous with us uh, as uh, partners in marriage. You want to say hello? Well, praise the Lord, everybody. After Christ, really, I'm, I miss you guys so much coming and being with you on Sunday and Wednesday night and Monday night. I just thank God for that we're still here uh, in good health. I think I trust that you are all doing the same also, that God has kept you um, just in good in good health during this time of and that's miracle, transitioning what, that we're going through the world. Mm -hmm. So I just thank God that we're still here doing Our good. phone calls have been encouraging. Yes. We've been really encouraged by the phone calls that we have all through the year. And we're just excited about being uh, able to talk to you on this evening. Yes. On this evening, on this evening, I, I wanted to go, those of you who have step books, I'm going to mix the step book in with our Bible study on this evening. And we're going to use the scriptures as we grow through here. And we, but we're going to be working on making decisions. A lot of you have, you, we have so many decisions to make every day, mask on, mask off, vaccine shot, maybe that's vaccine shot. Who shall I vote for? Where shall I walk? Where shall I go? I Can I go here? Did I take it? Will I not take it? So many decisions to make. We're going to try to help you make your decisions biblically, but we want to also deal with your home. We want to deal with you, uh, your children, your mates, and we want to deal with you with your people that you minister to on the telephone, and we want to minister to your heart, especially to you, for you'll be satisfied knowing that you are the best you that you can be. And we're going to start off with prayer. Father, we thank you. We honor thank you God. on this evening, God. We thank you for thank our you listening right audience. Right. We thank you, God, that yes, they will reach Lord. around yes. the world, that people will hear about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God, lead them, God, to you. Be able to pull yes. them by your divine Holy Spirit. Open our minds, open our understanding, so we can rightly divide the word as we go forth on this next hour in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're gonna bless you, God. So let every ear be open, God. We come against sickness and disease yes. now. Let it be silent and let them yes. know that you are the healer of everything. So God, help my wife and I and anoint us afresh as we go forth now in Jesus' name. Amen, 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 and amen. I'm gonna, uh, well, she's gonna come forth first, and then I'm gonna come in and we're gonna work it together like, like we always do and see what the Lord has to say on this. I evening. just wanna pose a, a question that we all probably go through in our time with the Lord uh, and while we're saved. Uh, um, seeking after God means being consistent when we do not feel like it. Say that again. <laughs> Seeking after God yeah. means being consistent when we don't feel like it. I gotta seek Him even though I don't feel like it. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you and you're probably asking yourself, how do I seek God when I don't feel like it? Well, building consistency with vows means that uh, I do this for myself so that it will help me to become, you know, consistent when I don't feel like it. I mean, as pastors, you don't, we don't always feel like praying. We don't always feel like reading the Bible. We don't always feel like doing a lot of things if we really get honest with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so the, what we're going to be talking about tonight will help us be consistent even when we don't want to be consistent or spiritual when we don't want to be spiritual. so so we're going to speak to those of you with titles we're going to tell you to take them off hang them in the closet mm -hmm. and those of you that are, are are 
at those of you that are willing, open your understanding because this is going to be great. And it says, sometimes, let me put my glasses on. Mm -hmm. And it says, sometimes a Christian does not feel like being spiritual. And I don't. I don't I don't feel like that all the time. And it said, that is one of the benefits of making a vow to read the Bible for at least five minutes every day. So it will keep you from the enemy from beating you up or making you feel guilty about when you don't do it. And, and you know, and, and, and that's for me because when I don't do it, I have to do it so much because I'm always I'm I, I'm always praying for people. I'm always uh, reading something that I can be can that will be beneficial to the people that I still have to minister to because mm. people call us on a daily basis mm. to have prayer for to pray for them and to mm. pray for their families and different things and make decisions. Right. And so um, a lot of times I don't feel like that, especially. Even last year during the COVID when I was in so much pain, yes, it was just hard for me to be mm -hmm. consistent. But making this small little vow to myself, well, at least five minutes, I'll read something mm -hmm. that pertains of the word of God so that I don't become empty or the enemy comes to plan a guilt trip on you. And, and you know, the word of God says. Uh, now, therefore, there's no condemnation in Romans chapter eight, mm -hmm. verse one. It said, there's no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So we don't read, but we need to do read something of the word of God every day. Every day. Mm -hmm. And so and, and making these little vows to read for at least five minutes, that vow will carry you through times when you do not feel like being consistent in your walk with the Lord. And so those little things like that help me. That's for me. I'm not saying you have to do that. You find a way that benefits you in the way that you want to do. So, you know, and uh, another thing uh, in that is uh, understanding the cycles of our life when we go through times like this, because all the time uh, we uh, we good. go through different yeah, that's, cycles that's in our life, yeah. you know, different time periods, different seasons in our life. Where you know you just don't you don't feel like uh we we experience temptations and uh testings mm -hmm. and for Christians it should always be a test but a lot of times you might fall and it becomes a temptation okay and so when it when that test then becomes a temptation you got to do something about it and that's when we fulfill some of these little lovely fleshly things that we experience okay now the temptation you're saying can be a what. It, well, for Christians, yes. everything should be a test for us. Whether we're going to do it or not. Exactly. And when it, when we do it, then that's a temptation. You you fail at that. So we went into the temptation. We went into the temptation. And it's we like this. Say, say then we have then we committed what we were being tested on. Yes. Yes. Well, not lost our salvation. No. Oh no. 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 Okay. No. Okay. You're not losing your salvation over anything Good. that we fall because. But you, you know. go in there, and now there's, there's gonna you got to make a decision to come out from that, and not to do it again because it wasn't beneficial. Now look, look, look. This is what I'm saying. Okay. Every day we experience temptation. Okay. To fulfill fleshly desires. Mm -hmm. Every time we obey a prompting, we imprint a sin pattern in the cycle of our lower nature. Every time you fall for mm -hmm. that, uh, uh, should have been a test, mm -hmm. but it became a temptation because you fell at okay. it. Then now. When that thing comes around again, and and then not, and then anything happened mm -hmm. because you um you missed the mark, I right. say missed the mark, or you um you know you didn't come up to where you should, you fell into that 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 uh eating that candy that you say you wasn't gonna eat right. anymore, right. or telling a lie, 
those are you make imprints of sin patterns in your life. Okay, okay. You know, and so now when that thing comes back around again, are mm -hmm. you gonna fall for it or are you going to resist it? Okay. And if you fall for it again, now it has made an imprint, and every time that uh period of time or that cycle comes back around mm -hmm. in your life, you will fall for it. And you and you make an imprint. And you make an imprint into your life to be um to get what what we call it, addicted to that thing. Okay, that's real good. We become addicted because the imprint is there. Because the imprint. But what is there. we can also say it was comes a stronghold. Yes, a spiritual stronghold because become, you come yes, there, come there so often. Now, now it becomes part of your life and your regulation. So this imprint, you yes. enjoying this imprint, it becomes a part of you. See, each time that we, uh, each time the prompting is obeyed, it deepens and lengthens the sin pattern. Okay. Soon the pattern becomes a simple habit. Okay. That's what happens. When we become a Christian, we enter into Christ's victory over these old sin patterns mm -hmm. and habits. So we make a decision now to, to create habits. Now we come, now we have phase step three. Now okay. that's when we step three needs to come in because we done made these little things that now we addicted to or mm -hmm. these sin patterns mm -hmm. or because we've fallen for all of the promptings that come along. Okay. You know, we get promptings because the moment, the moment this thing you're faced with this temptation mm -hmm. or this testing, you got to make a decision. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. So here comes step three. Mm -hmm. So we can start with that. Okay. Here comes step three. <laughs> I only have read, read from, both, from two books, okay? Okay. All right. And, and the book that I'm going to read from is, is our New Kingdom Recovery. Uh, this is the user's guide. And this is our New Kingdom Recovery book. And as I went through it, it, it really blessed me. And I said, this is going to be a good lesson for the night because this was the day that we, we were ministering and just ministering to one another. And it's just real healthy. Look, look right here. It says, we're made a decision to turn from the unhealthy behaviors, misconceptions, and incorrect attitudes we have developed in the past and asked Jesus Christ to be Lord, healer, manager of our lives. Yeah. Healer, manager of our life. The Lord, Jesus Christ, Yahshua, asked him to become the healer. And you know, it just brings to my mind. You know, we teach these steps not only to people that are uh, addicted with drugs or alcohol, but this is for you when you practice lying every day. <laughs> when you, you people don't realize that they can lie every day, all day long, and quick. you and now it, it's a, such a habitual habit that yes. you fall into. You're going to need Christ to help you out. Because you've been misled on mm -hmm. your misconception that, oh, that was only a little white lie and it's not going to hurt me. But we fall into not telling the truth. Wow. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. and so we need God to help us to break these cycles. And the promptness are going to come because we've been so used to doing it. That's good. It's just real good. Yeah. And what, is your, what does your book say? And it says, it says. <clears throat> In step one, we admit our powerlessness and unmanageability. See, and people that are, 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 are that are not suffering from a drinking habit or a drug habit or a sexual habit where they have to have, go, you know, be having sex all the mm. they feel like, well, me, I, I have to use me because I didn't have those outward habits like mm. that. Mm. But I had other habits that you couldn't see. And guess what? 
You don't know that you are unmanageable. You don't know that you're powerless. You don't know that you don't have any control over all of these promptings that you consistently did all your life. Okay. You don't know that you need God in there to help you to break those things. Okay, so we make these imprints. Yes. Once we make the imprints, it becomes easy decisions to, to go against, to not to do the things that you should do uh, or that are beneficial for you. So once these imprints are there, you're saying that these it becomes an habitual habit. It becomes an habitual habit. And it's habit. a habit that we shouldn't be trying to yield our, our minds, will, and emotions to in our physical body. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't be trying to do that. But we have to make a decision that that's an unhealthy behavior. That's an unhealthy behavior. Okay. Just like I, I was angry. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Oh, I, I got control. I didn't know that I was powerless. And I didn't know that. It was unmanageable. Okay. I thought the only reason why I would get mad because somebody would say something to make me mad. And I look to make me mad. But they no, one, don't, no one can make no you one mad. can make you mad. <laughs> but you don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you have to do I that. I feel yourself. like it's you and not me. And I only got mad because you said a dumb thing. Mm -hmm. And so, but it can be dumb all at once. It's not doing anything to me, but I didn't know that. I thought I had to say something to correct your dumbness. So it says, be angry and sin yeah. not. And see, you don't know that you don't have this. The sinning part comes in when you want to take matters into your own hands to do something about what they just did to you or said to you. And that goes back to those those things that you have allowed. I have allowed. To be, create these, you know, these just, strongholds in your life. If we just took time to study God's word, mm -hmm. God has made so many provisions in there because he tells us uh, in uh, John 14 1, he says, let not okay. let not your heart be troubled. Okay. How do you we never even pay that any attention that our heart can be troubled and that we don't have to allow. Now that let means to allow. Yeah. But now you you brought up something. Uh, what is a heart? I mean, what, when when we look at the paper, it says your heart. What's in your heart? Your mind, will, and emotion. Those are thin lines that are used interchangeably with uh, 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 your heart. Okay, so so sure, your your heart. We're not talking about a fleshly heart. No, we're talking about the center of the your center being. Center of your being. We're talking about the center of your being is 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 right there interchangeable with your soul. With your soul. It's right there with your soul. Yes. So then you have to, you have there your mind. And, and your heart, okay? And then it's your will and your emotions. And, and dealing with your will manifests emotions mm -hmm. because your will is not to really to do it, but your emotions are motivate you to do it. And what comes out of it is the things of your heart will come out of it. It yes. can be things that you haven't settled with God because yes. the Holy Spirit comes in for your mind, your will, and your emotions, and it creates a new spirit. Yes. And your spirit and your heart are basically connected. And you'll be able to work with these things and knowing these things, you can help yourself to be more convicted on the things that we're talking about. It, it becomes more easier. We don't try to be complicated. The spirit of the living God is not really complicated. No, Once not. you've been born again, these things, when it comes to you, you're able to have control that that let God fight that battle a lot of times. A lot of times you're going you're gonna to miss it. Like what she was saying when you first started, that you start doing it once. You do it twice, yep. and the next thing you know, it becomes it, a it becomes an habitual habit. Habitual habit. Yes. Okay. okay. And I, I, I'm, I'm just, I, 
this is so good for mm -hmm. me because I can remember so many years I was so hard against, there was nothing wrong with me. <laughs> and I needed God so bad. I needed him so much, not knowing that I needed him. Didn't realize that I needed God like that to help me to uh, untangle myself from the uh, emotional habits that had had control over me. So you can know of God yes. and don't know and him. And don't know him, yeah. <laughs> so you need to I, know him that you know what you know of him. You need to know him can do what he says he can do. Exactly. See, yeah. we'll say, well, I know God, yes. but we, we won't allow God or invite him into our life to help to untangle us from yes. the yokes of bondage. See, the Bible said, the redeemed of the Lord, let the de redeemed of the Lord say so. Yeah. Well, you don't know that you're still bound by certain things. Right. You Until you come into studying the word of God and to see the repeat, what the Holy Ghost is doing in your life constantly, mm -hmm. bringing us to be more like Christ mm -hmm. in his uh, quest to help us to become more like Christ. Okay. Mm -hmm. is to let you see that you need help over there. That's real good. You need help in certain areas that I didn't know that I needed help. And I thought that I had my life in, a, in you know, real control because I wasn't bound by cigarettes. I wasn't <laughs> bound by a filthy potty mouth. I wasn't <laughs> bound by drugs or alcohol. You know, I was a girl that had it going on. That's what I thought. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, you know, I didn't know that I needed so much help yeah. with my behavior. I wasn't a flirtatious person. I was, you know, all of these outward things that you people try to pride themselves on or what they're not are. I got everything under control in my life. I'm not no loose <laughs> woman, you know. And but, you but know. that that was covering up anger. <laughs> Rage. rage, all that <laughs> murder. I only did. I only wanted to do those things if you got out of. If people got out of order with me, I'm gonna just gonna show them. Uh, you know that you can knock them in the head with, I your, can knock with your pistol. In, yes. <laughs> you know, I didn't. I didn't go around trying to be an Annie Oakley every day. No, but but that spirit was there. Was you so don't there. let nobody deal with you because of anger. Rage. Well, when uh, you built don't know in. that anything is wrong with because you, because you allowed your life had built up in you those things yeah. that you first start talking about. Oh yeah, you, that pattern you kept going around and this start doing that until it comes in and it wants to come out. But guess guess how those things come mm -hmm. and they grow up in you. And you think, oh, this is who I am. Yeah, you know, as a little girl, as Ooh. a child, we see so much. I hear so much of that in the church. Yeah. This is just who I am. Yeah. And people don't want to yeah. change. They don't want to make a decision. Please do this. Let's throw some scripture on here and, and not throw it on there. Let's just speak of some scripture. Go to Isaiah. Isaiah. Turn to yeah, Isaiah in, in your Bible. We're going to start in the Old Testament. They're going to work our way up through the New Testament. But I want you to go to Isaiah 26. And, okay. And, like and we're gonna, yes, please. And we're going to do two and three. Okay. okay. I'm going to I'm going to be teaching. I'm going to be teaching on, on Sunday on communion. Please come out. Uh, no. Priest Dallas, <laughs> oh, if you come to the door, we'll give you a communion cup. You can take it home with you. We're gonna be, we're gonna be dealing with communion. I'm gonna teach on communion. I'm gonna teach it from Genesis all the way over to the New Testament. Uh, that uh, that communion on Sunday, it'll be eleven o'clock service. When we come on the air, and we're gonna be teaching. Please get your pencil, paper, and write down. I got tons of scriptures where you can understand where communion come from and where what it does and how we need to do it. Okay, listen. Uh, before I go any further, it's gonna be Lois's birthday. 
on February. That's this month, this month oh, on the 16th. I will be, yes, another year younger. <laughs> yeah, another year younger. On the 16th of this month, if you could bring your cards to the church, drop them off, I'd be more than happy to receive and I'd make sure that she gets it. If not, you have our address, uh, 3331 Finkel. And it would come to her and I make sure that she gets your uh, your birthday card. She needs all of those that she's ever been a blessing to. I'm going to ask you as your apostle to make sure that you give her a card or a note or a letter or something. Oh, that just is to, so nice. Just to let her know she really has she really has a need um, that the Lord has really blessed her. And just, just to know that you are caring about her. If we can do those two things. All right. That's Communion Sunday. That is this Sunday coming up. And then we've got, we have Lois's birthday. That's the 216th, the 16th of this month. Okay. Uh, and we, you could come at your door and pick it up and go if you don't want to come in. But those of you that come in, bring your mask, okay, and bring your and bring your courage and bring your faith and come on in and, and say hi and then whatever you want to do, make sure that you it is your will and not I prompting you to do anything. I thank God like for that. I will be seventy four years young. I thank God for the years <laughs> that He has given me, all that He is doing in my life. And I now I'm going to read Isaiah 26 verses two and three. Yes, yes. The prophet Isaiah is 66 chapters in Isaiah. There's 66 books in the Bible. And we're not going to do that just to throw that in for some information. I want I want you guys to know as I come back, I'm going to explain to you about Isaiah, who he was, what he was, and what he did. Major prophet. Just write down across Isaiah's name. Major prophet. He's one of the major prophets because God showed him from the beginning to the end. All okay? right. Yeah. Okay. It says verse two. It says, "Open the gates." that the righteous nation which keeps the truth may enter in. Yes. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Mm -hmm. First you got to open a gate and then it says, and then some says thou will keep his mind in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. The thee is this mind is, is, is that of Yahweh. That is that of Elohim. That is that of Jehovah God. That is that of Yeshua, that is yes. that of Jesus Christ. I gave you many names because there are many holy names for God's people as we express express ourselves to call God, but we want to be correct and saying, but right here, he's speaking, he's speaking of he will keep his mind in perfect peace, his mind is stayed on thee. He's speaking about what, what it will be the Lord Jehovah, and Jehovah is Elohim. Elohim is God Father. Okay, are y'all yes. with me? Since we have a little Bible study, and, and so he's talking about God the Father. And you know of the Trinity, the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, they are one. Okay, so we're talking about God the Father here. He's speaking of him, even though he prophesies of the coming of the Messiah, which is Jesus Christ. So the spirit is there. So and I can use it now because of the prophetic utterances that he's given us to know that, that Jesus Christ would come. And that's in another verse that he gives us to not to that knowledge. So we say that will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind, that is your mind. Your mind is there where we just came out from saying it's your mind, your will, and your emotions. They, they come together. A lot of times your emotions will give you a reaction. Your mind will tell your emotion to have a reaction. And then the mind will tell your will to have a reaction. And if you don't have any basic scripture to catch that for it to either bounce off on or either for it to be captured in or either though it need to be released, but you have those three things in order to not dis, not to disobey what the Lord would not have you to do and cause you to error. 
cause me to error, to do things that are not beneficial. I'm off my plan. I'm not, I'm not there with my plan. You have caused me to get angry. My day is ruined. I, I, I just can't do this. And my days are precious upon the earth. I have to meet my goals. You have to have goals set. If you don't understand your goals and your purpose, start looking for your purpose. You have to make a decision to find out who you really are, who God sent you down to earth to be and be the greatest that that you can be. Yeah. And and, and uh, that that just brings me to, OK, when we become a Christian, we enter into God, Christ's victory over these old sin patterns and habits. Mm-hmm. God gives us a new nature. This new nature is responsive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. That new nature will help you to claim, okay, the Holy Spirit to claim our victory in Christ. That's what the Holy Spirit is there to help us to claim our victory in Christ because it is only through God that we break these simple patterns that we created. God wants us to grow up. The Holy Spirit is here. Because we still warn against that old sin law that's in us. Yes. And they come up, uh, that prompting to come up, and you be like, "Well, I thought I got saved and I accepted Christ. My life, everything was gonna be fine. Christ saved your spirit, not your body. You're saying prompting. Not your flesh. That prompting can be strong at that times. That prompting can be strong, it can like be strong. a pull. It can I, be a pull. I, I want to jump out of here and I want to argue. Yes. I, I want to tell you who I am. Yes. You know that it can All be strong. That. All that you have to bring it under yes. submission, for you don't have to go back and apologize and apologize and apologize. First, you know that when you step out and you have the Holy Ghost, it's going to feel wrong. Okay, but look what it does. Each time we obey the Holy Spirit's prompting, we develop or deepen our spiritual pattern. That's good. Mm, That's real good. And it helps us to break those things that were in our life that had us bound up. Mm. The goal of the Christian life is to build these spiritual patterns into a continuous sequence so that each time they are recycled through our soul, they will prompt us to be obedient Good. and victorious in our daily walk with the Lord. Yeah. In, in my daily walk with I have to have worship. I have to give him his yes. honor and his glory. It have to in my day pattern. I just have to thank you, Lord. I just have to be in that presence for these things to operate in me. I always have to be in the in, in the presence of worship in order for this to work. If the presence of worship is your obedience to him. You want to be obedient. If you just want to be disobedient, this, you know, you don't have, this is won't work for you mm-hmm. until you come to the point where you want to make a decision. I want to do better. I want to be better. I am better and I can always do better and I can ascertain the things that I need and to go forth and do what God has called for me to do. Mm-hmm. God is waiting to bless you. He's just right there, but you got to make the decision. God is committed if you make the decision. Now look in, in, in that in the, down in the in that Psalms it says, it says in Psalms 91, and uh-huh. the part, these are the questions in step three. Uh-huh. It says, When have you felt unprotected and needed rescuing? That's good. But look what Psalms 91 says, verse 14 and Mm -hmm. 15. Mm -hmm. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him for he acknowledges my name. He will will call upon me and I will answer him. Mm -hmm. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Wow. Yeah. So God uh, is up to us to begin to acknowledge the fact that we need it in the in this pandemic, this this last year, yes. going into this year, yes. we need the Lord like never before. Yes, more and more we do. We need the Lord. 
for him to help us in, in dangers that are seen and unseen. And there's so many unseen lurking dangers now because of the COVID. Yes. That we need to be calling on the Lord when we begin ready to leave the house. Yeah. I've been praying for the Ecclesia. I've been praying for the called out church. Yes. I've been praying for God's anointed. I've been praying that the church, we are the people, we are the church. Our going back into the temple has to be special. Yes. We have to know what we're coming together for. As we come together in worship, prayer, and teaching, then God's anointing will be even greater to help us to break these yokes. Yes. He, it, it's even greater if we come together to make decisions. Yes. We, then we see purpose and direction that others are being governed by the Holy Spirit and they are yielded to it mm -hmm. so that they can accept it and end their lives because a change will come because God's constantly telling you need to change, you need to change. And he will shows you opportunities. He'll show you your prosperous life and then you've got to step into it because yes. that's what he has for you. Yes. I mean, it's just so these questions that they have here. And well, I mean, these are questions that we asked ourselves mm -hmm. and that we were, uh, you know, if we if we didn't have these to govern us and we didn't have it to go to the scriptures, it says, and two, what promises does the Lord have for those who love and trust them? Wow. What promises have God made? Even if you have not reading your Bible study, you don't know that God has made those kind of promises wow. to you. Exactly. So we got to study the word of God to know what's in it, to be able, when we get into these positions, predicaments and mm -hmm. positions that we know how to call on the Lord. Yes. He said we have not because we don't ask. It's terrible to have a treasure chest and, and don't not know what's in it. <laughs> and not know what's in it. And that's what that's what the word of God is, a treasure chest. It's a treasure chest. It's full of promises. Yes. But you got to know what to ask for. Yeah. It's all in the word of God. What we ask for, what we need based on what we need. So every time you pick something, it will it, develop. It's, it's, the character it's of what you need. It's loaded. The word of God is loaded with to, prosperity. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. It's loaded with deliverance. It's yes. loaded with healing. Freedom. Yes. Yes. It's just all loaded with all those things that we need. Yes. I love that. And it, and it's now you go back. These three questions it says, When have you felt unprotected and needed and needed to be rescued? And then two says, What what promises does the Lord have for those who love him? Uh, and trust them. And then it says, what will the Lord do if we call upon him in need? Ah. He says it. He tells you right there, yes. I will deliver him and honor him. Yes, yes, yes. He said that he will call upon me and I will answer. God said, you call upon me, I'm going to answer you. Mm. And he does. Because thou will keep him in perfect, perfect peace, peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Yes. <laughs> because he trusteth in yeah. thee. Yeah. See that, that that trust pattern, that trust, trust pattern have you not to be a liar. Yes. It helps you not to be a condemner. Yes. It helps you not to be a des destroyer of men. It helps yes. you not to, it gives you purpose and gives you direction. And it will always be there to keep you on a spiritual guide. It won't let you go to the right. It, when we first started, you were just talking about difficulties and how we fall to our pits as we get those promptings. Promptings. Yes. Get prompted and you go do See, it. See that thing be pulling on you. I'll come and get me. Mm -hmm. I want you to uh I want you know, that lie. You I gotta mean, have it. You gotta have it. I gotta have it. <laughs> All that. Those <laughs> are promptings from your old nature. From your within you. Within you. And within you, fight, you. you fight against those things. So is it the devil or is it you? All things are lawful. But not expedient. But all things are not expedient. And so if the, the promptings <laughs> from you can only be drawn by what you was pulled to. Yeah. By what you was falling into. Or you're trying to say my desires are something some things I desire. 
uh, like what I used to do, what I used to do. Justin called my, call my name all they want to. I wouldn't even know how to recognize <laughs> But you don't know how to. A drink. You don't know how to roll a joint or, or make lines with a cocaine. No, that was never your experience. But people go If I saw it on there, I would think, oh, somebody weighed some flour on the table. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't even know how to recognize that stuff. Or see, that does nothing for me. Yeah. Or, or, or to see or have somebody hit on you. And, and try to get you to go out on your husband or those type of things. You you have to be able to not not to hit, you've seen that you've experienced that, but you have to be able not to go for that teaching. Go for that. Yeah. You know, you the go to, you go to work and somebody how you're spelling it, how you're looking. You have to watch that sister because she's <laughs> <laughs> might have other alternative meanings as you as she's speaking. You say something to me back then, and I told look, uh, I'm not going for that. And I told you go ahead on with that foolishness. And if you didn't see, I'd be ready to bust you in here. Before we go off, uh, make a decision not to injure your mini-me's, your kids, your children. Hell yeah. You have to continue to point them in a direction you want them to go because they're going to follow you. They're like arrows in your hand. Yes. And they're like uh, they're like the, um, what you call the, the things that you throw into darts. 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 Children <laughs> are like darts in our hand. Yes. And the target is pointing them right there in that dart. You got to point them toward God. Constantly be constantly, and guess who they're gonna see? They're gonna see you and your surroundings, and how you treat things, and how you respond, how you act, whether you're lying or telling the truth. They're picking and looking at all of that. You are their teachers, yes, you are the ones that making the imprints into their life on how to know who God is when they are grown and gone away from the they home. They have to know God. Through they you. have no place else to go to when they come to the end of themselves. Exactly. They don't they're have. They're no, gonna come to the end. Of themselves. They will come to the end of themselves, and then they, when they get to that cliff, they got to know God's got them. They got. The, that's why the Bible says, "Train up." How do you train up? How do you teach a child? You constantly are the one that's there, agitating them. Yes. Agitating them with your lifestyle. Agitating, not the in the because way. You're, because you're a parent. Yeah. Because you are a parent. Not their friend. And you're not their friend right now. You will become their friend as they later as they mature, but you're going to be their worst enemy because you're there to agitate them yeah, that's real good. into being who God have called, and when God has called you to be who you are, and you set the standard, you set the tone, and you show them Christ through you because the only Christ they're going to ever know is you until they get to realize Christ for themselves. So his loving kindness. Loving kindness have I drawn you is still powerful. It's still very so powerful. we can we can we can direct them with love with love and it don't have to be that prissy kind stuff but it sometimes it has to be done with authority. Yes. Then sometimes you have to be done Tough with with, with an easy hand. Yeah. You have to know your children and know when to do these things. What when mm -hmm. when to holler and when and when to speak softly. May I say it like that? Yeah, you have to know your truth. The only way you can do that is to study. When I first married Lois, I had to study her. She said, what are you doing? I said, I'm studying your walk, your talk, how you oh, put- I thought that was so, <laughs> I never heard of anything like that. How you put things in the refrigerator, where you put your pots and pans, you know, and, and how you eat, how you prepare things for the children. Yeah, it's so many things if we just watch and see that you can learn by just by association. Not always by association and demonstration is always great. Okay. Things that you associate with always should be demonstrating to you a correct attitude as you meditate on it with the spirit of God in your mind. If you and sometimes you need to just stop, go get the word, say hello, help me right in here. How many times have you opened up the book and it's right there? 
Right. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. Just open up the book and sometimes it's just right there. If not, right. go to the book of Psalms or Proverbs yes. and begin to read. And it's very instructional. And it's very instruction. It's instruction there is right from God. We have to wrap it up, I believe. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, I just say your closing thoughts. So it's just, I, you know, I just want to say to everybody, uh, we, you know, people think because you're pastor, you always spiritual, you always in the spirit. No, you fight temptation just like everybody. I know yes, I do. Yes, I do. I fight temptation like everybody else mm -hmm. because we're not that far. Uh, we're not that spiritually in heaven. We're not in heaven yet. Mm -hmm. We're still down here fighting the natural elements and the, the things that was in your body that had their hold and pulled on you. That old simple nature yes. is in all of us. And we have to keep our foot on Satan's head from working those things in our life or allowing them to come back to rule or dictate in our life. That's blessed. So I wanted to bring that to your attention because I fight them too. Not all the time because I know now the farther you go along in God's word, the more you realize his word and how the truth makes you free, mm -hmm. you will begin to see the enemy afar off in you be, so that you can stop what he's trying to do before he does it. Mm -hmm. That's real good. And so I just pray for everyone's strength in the Lord and the word of God. It's the word of God that strengthens us, that would help us to defeat and overthrow those promptings when they come back. Mm -hmm. All of that is there to defeat the word of God in you. The Bible is the word of God, which is the healer. Mm -hmm. It's in the word that we're delivered. It's in the word of God and knowing how to walk in the spirit. And that's simply obeying the word of God that you know. If you don't know it, how can you obey it? Yes. How can you be strong in the power of his might when you don't even know what the word says? So if something it has got to move you to be and to want to study the word of God to the point where when things come up in your life, that automatic scripture, the Holy Ghost will bring you the right scripture at the right time mm -hmm. to be able to defeat what the enemy is trying to do. So, so I just encourage you to get in the word of God for yourself to know because the enemy, you can't depend on anyone but you and the Holy Spirit in you. Mm -hmm. You can't lean on your husband, no matter how he want to be there for you. You can't lean on him. You have to lean on the word of God. The Bible said the word of God have I hidden in my heart. That I might not. That's what David said over in Psalms 119, verse, uh, verse 9. The word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against God. Mm -hmm. so, so we need the word of God. So, Father God, sorry, in the name of Just before you pray, I, okay. I'm sorry to cut off. That's okay. I, I just want to interject. I want to go, I'm going to go and I'm going to teach Isaiah 26. And I don't know, not this week, but I really want y'all to study this. But I want to read them this. It's just, it's just so comforting oh, okay. after what we had talked about. Okay. And then, and then we'll close. All Isaiah right. 26 mm -hmm. and what? Let's do, let's do a verse 20. And 21. Come, my people, enter your chambers and shut your doors behind you. Hide yourself as it were for a little moment. Mm -hmm. Until the indignation is passed. That is the disease that is out here around the world now. That is one of the indignations that the Lord is allowing to be here on earth. It says, shut your door. And that's spiritually. Shut your door. But we had to do it also. We had to do it physically. Mm -hmm. We had to close up and be very careful with, with, with the virus and, and, and everything that is coming. Continue, please. It says, for behold, the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth 
for their iniquities. That inward sin, iniquity, but God is allowing it. So God, God is, hasn't stopped it as of yet. So he wants us to understand that we must pray uh, a prayer of protection over our homes, over our children, over our, over our family, over one another. Mm -hmm. and, and for this indignation that we have in us, we have to deal with it biblically by listening to the teaching, by being able to make the teaching operate for you. Let the word of God bring you into peace in your mind, your will, and in your emotion. Would you finish that for me and then we'll close? Yes, it says, until the indignation is past, for behold, the Lord comes out of his place to punish the inhabitants of the earth for their iniquities. The earth will also disclose her blood and will no more cover her slain. Don't worry about the people out there doing wrong against you. God's handling it. Don't worry about the things that are coming against you. God's handling it. Every spirit that wants to come to your door, God's taking care of it. Everything that you hear that is negative that will come against you that makes you angry, it comes against your mind, your will, and your emotion. God's going to take care of it. Don't worry about it. I'm he said, vengeance are his. Vengeance that was one of the things the that have brought deliverance to my life. <laughs> yeah, I knew uh, uh, I can't nobody get you like God can get you. Can't nobody do it with God. <laughs> Love you guys. But God loves us. <laughs> so, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for who you are and what you're doing yes, in the earth yes, with yes, your yes, people. Yes, yes. We thank, thank you, God. Lord God, and we pray and we bless the people we of bless God. Them. We bless that, them. Lord God, that you will continue to keep them. Keep them. We stay the hand of the enemy, oh God. We hold, Lord God, let the Holy Ghost hold back this virus. Yes, that yes, yes, yes. Pass over, God. Pass over. That he would just pass over us just like it was in the days of old when the blood was on the doorpost. And when the deaf angels saw it, oh God, he passed over. Pass over. So I lift up every Christian, born again believer, oh God, that has accepted you as their savior, oh God. In the name, in the of, name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yahshua HaMashiach, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Oh, God, we give you praise. We give, give you praise. honor. We give you glory right now for all that you're doing oh. in the earth. Help us, oh God, to be mindful of your word. Yes. Help us to not to preach and teach it like we want to. For sure, but for to live by it. To live it. We preach it to and live teach it. it to live by it. Yes. In the, name of, the name of Jesus, Lord God, that we get that. That the word is to govern our life. In the name of Jesus, name we of Jesus. lose healing on your people. We lose, oh God, that every need be met. Every need. In the name of Jesus, that every tongue, oh God, that's raising up against the people of God be condemned right now. In right the now. name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you. Thank you, Lord. Repay everything, oh God, that the enemy is trying to do. Everything that he's taken away, oh God, from your people. That he'll have to repair seven times. So we give you praise now, oh God. Help them not to worry. Help Meet us, every Lord. need, oh God, right now in the name of in the name Jesus. of Jesus. We just give you praise, give you praise honor, and glory, and we pray that your people will go in peace, <laughs> serve, the, serve Lord, the Lord, and live holy. and live holy. God bless you on this evening. Good. I hope you enjoy. God bless you.